0: Follow the marquee and come to the Monday matinee.
1: The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult.
2: Hello there, and welcome to the Sonic Society, your weekly showcase of modern audio drama. And I'm your host, David Alt. Yes, Jack unfortunately is deep into marking exams and getting ready for his second semester. But let's not think of marking papers when the only prep work you should be doing is preparation for NADSRIM. Yes, next week we begin the annual script writing festival here on the Sonic Society. Jack has already gone ahead and built a database to warehouse all his info on Philippa Graves, including character sheets, uh, script breakdowns, as well as a document depot for poisons, weapons, forensics, and the like. I've got a pad and a pen. But while you make out your penultimate plans, we've got a special treat. Richard Wentworth and Michael McQuilkin's Hadrian Gospel Hour... This comedy gem has come barnstorming out of the gate when it began last year, and we are very glad to get it out for you to listen to. So without further ado, The Hadron Gospel Hour, Episode 1, The Reluctant Hadronaut, right here on the Sonic Society.
3: I do apologise for the makeshift accommodations here in the break room, Mr Wilkinson. I thought it might ease your transition into this insane world of cackling horror. And you were in rough shape when I picked you up last night.
4: Have you considered my proposal? Listen, uh, Dr. Oppenheimer? Uh, I don't know how many ways I can say this. I'm an IT guy who happens to write dialogue-driven movies in my spare time. An IT guy with a splitting headache. Uh, did you even try Craigslist?
3: Oh, sure. Scientist who caused incalculable damage to the space-time continuum seeks help producing podcasts about the destruction his hubris has rained down upon all the inhabitants of the multiverse? No. No, I have not placed that ad. But I'm sure you're being too modest about your talents, Mr. Wilkinson. May I call you Michael? Well, uh, well I prefer Mike. Michael, it is. Michael... Since the event, I have been driven to catalog and document the scenes I've witnessed through the Hadron Rift, that bleeding, mocking wound in space-time. I want, I need, to share these tales with the world, Michael. To warn them of the perils that await those who would, like me, tinker with the very warp and weft of the multiverse's gauzy fabric. And what better way to spread this terrible Hadron gospel, then?
4: To create a podcast? Precisely!
3: Oh, and a Tumblr. We'll need to set up a Tumblr. Trail mix?
4: No, thanks. So, is that the reason for the misfits' makeup? My grieving
3: mask, you mean? I have adopted the visage of death itself to honor the deaths that I have caused. So many lives, Michael. So many timelines ruined. Plus, I think it looks cool. Hmm. Are you sure? It's the only thing in the machine without high-fructose corn syrup.
4: Nope, I'm good. I mean, you kidnapped me for my bachelor party... On the eve of the most important day of my life, I just give him what I thought was a very eloquent and moving speech about the value of friendship. What's important to me is that it, not so much that, uh, but it's the value of the friendship that means good for, it's for everybody. And then, you know, these are two they find each other, and then, I don't know, it's, I'm, I do know, it's, it's good. And friends, it's good. So here's to, um, to you know, and then um, everybody, friend, good, and then but the value, the value is is really what I mean. To say. So uh, raise your glass and to uh, good friend, good friendship, good.
3: Michael, when I saw you through the rift, your words moved me. I sensed in you something of a kindred spirit, and I felt the celestial rush of synchronicity, like wind upon the water's surface. For I too have lost a love.
4: Here, look. A gift receipt.
3: Ah, oh no, sorry. Here. Ooh, a wedding ring. My wife, Esmeralda, was a brilliant physicist, and my partner in the Hadron Project. She objected to the weaponization of the Hadron Effect, but I convinced her that the money, security, and yes, fame, would more than compensate for the grisly knowledge that our work would be used to such terrible ends. For the Hadron weapon was designed not only to destroy its quarry, but to retroactively edit it out of existence, as though it had never been... What a weapon, eh, Michael? And what a paycheck. We could finally afford to move back into the downtown area and get one of those nice loft spaces. You know, with a cafe and a laundromat and little boutique shops on the ground floor. Makes sense. Total sense, Michael. We'd been living in the suburbs. Ever been to the suburbs, Michael? Scenic, but a special kind of purgatory.
4: And the Hadron weapon was your ticket out?
3: Yes! Sadly, all of our dreams were for naught. I must have miscalculated somewhere along the way for... During the first true test of the Hadron weapon, something went horribly wrong. The weapon misfired. It gouged a rift through the very fabric of space-time. And Esmeralda, my wife, lost. Lost forever. With only this ring left behind. But enough of all this sadness. I didn't bring you all this way to weep at you about my vaporized life partner. How about a tour of the lab? Hadron Gospel Hour. Starring Richard Wetworth! Michael McQuilkin, Lisa McQuilkin, Michael Atkinson, Vera Schranken, and George Jack. With musical guests, Reindeer. Streaming and podcasting thanks to AfterBuzz TV and Akamai Technologies. And now, the hour approaches Hadron Gospel Hour. I do hope you can handle the shrieking horror of it all. Although the decor is mid-century modern, so it's not all that bad. I'll be honest with you. This is not a fun place to be hung on. Well, it's going to get much worse, Michael. You may not unsee that which next assaults your eyes. Behold, the Hadron Rift!
4: My God! This can't be real! It's horrific! Burning buildings, strange situations, empty shopping malls...
3: Comedies of error. Terrible, I know. Coffee? Ashley, two coffees, please. How do you take yours, Michael? Black, I guess. Who are you talking two to? Two coffees with cream and sugar, please, Ashley. Oh, but I'm lactose... Cream and sugar, Ashley.
5: Of course, Dr. Oppenheimer. Two coffees with cream and sugar.
4: <sighs> Aren't they going to, uh, Materialize or something? What? Oh, <laughs> no. They're in the coffee machine back in the break room. I'll go get them.
3: This isn't science fiction, Michael. So...
4: Gonna wake up now any second, Mike. Ashley, huh?
5: What? What was that? Oh. Short for Automated Servitor Heuristic Light Edition. Dr. Oppenheimer and his wife had me custom-built to assist in their work here in the lab. Hey, I am the lab. Programmer knows I do more than any of the meatbags around here. You're Mike? Uh, yeah. Hey.
4: He's got a lot going on, doesn't he?
5: Oppenheimer? Oh yeah, he does. Well, it's nice to meet you, Mike. If there's anything you need, just ask. I am programmed to assist.
4: Well, actually, uh, could you make one of those coffees black, please? Done. Thanks. So what's Oppenheimer's deal, other than being a bit of a drama queen?
5: Huh. Oppenheimer's deal is that he's trapped here. Oh, he can leave the lab, but only for short trips. He inevitably reappears right back here in the lab in the exact spot where he was standing when the Hadron event happened.
4: Like respawning in a video game, huh. Cool.
5: Sure. Cool. So anyway, he's trapped here. In the lab. Forever. I mean, I've scanned him. No gene death. No aging. Just me and Oppenheimer. Here in the lab. Forever. Fun, right? Oof.
4: Yeah. Not at all appealing. But Ashley, I could go back to my time, right? Back to, um, my, uh, timeline?
5: Of course. I recorded the exact temporal, spatial, parallel coordinates Oppenheimer had me extract you from.
4: Oh, that's amazing! But, what did it mean when Oppenheimer said we, we've we both lost the love? Nothing happened in my timeline, right? Ashley, nothing has happened, right?
5: My... the Hadron effect has been felt across all timelines, even yours. The dissonance is different in each timeline, but it has happened, or will happen, or is happening, or in fact, all of the above. From our relative position...
4: Jesus, don't be so quantum. Just tell me what happened, or is happening, or
6: whatever.
5: I shouldn't, Mike.
4: But, But Beth,
5: my friends,
4: you said different. How different? Like, new Darren different? Or new Coke different?
5: In your timeline... New Coke different. Son of a- Listen, Mike. Dr. Oppenheimer was trying to fix the rift, but he's been distracted lately, obsessed with recording those scenes from the rift, and physiognomic scans are showing an overall decline into depression. Maybe you can cheer him up and get him back on track.
4: Cheer him up? I don't think I can cheer me up right now.
5: Well, then maybe just be his friend.
4: <sighs> Alright, I'll try, but... He's not
3: making it easy. I hear you. My supercomputer messed up your coffee order, Michael, so I'm afraid I had to add your cream and sugar manually. Sorry for the delay. Thanks.
4: Hey, it's, uh... Perfect.
3: Well, it's not we... every man who can make manual coffee these days, Michael.
4: So, hey, what's all this about a collection of uh, horrific videos? My tales of the
3: Hadron Rift, you mean? Uh,
4: yeah, 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 what do you say? We, we should watch a few. Well,
3: yes. Yes, I suppose we should. Ashley, fire up the
4: VTR! Uh, Don't you mean uh, VCR?
3: What? No, I said VTR. Video tape recorder. What's wrong with that?
4: Nothing. I've just never heard that term before. They're video cassette recorders. VCRs. Well, this York's model is plainly labeled
3: VTR, so I don't know how much clearer it can be than that. Plus, you use video tapes in them. The medium is magnetic tape,
4: Michael. Yeah, but the magnetic tape is encased in a video cassette. Here. Look at this one, see? V-C-R. Well, that's just
3: silly. V-C-R. (laughs) Ashley, video tape one, please.
5: The tape was not rewound. Rewinding. Tape rewound. Playing. Ah,
4: Michael,
3: you're in for a treat. Allow me to present to you Tales of the Hadron Rift.
4: Hey, neat sound.
3: (laughs) Thank you. Ashley and I composed it for our intro. I rather like it.
7: Okay, he's gone. So, first day in the fridge, huh? Nervous? Uh, maybe a little. Ah, don't be. This job does itself once you get the hang of it. And the health benefits are sweet.
0: So, how much of this is turning the light on and off? Because it seems like that would be a really cool yeah. job.
7: What? Jesus. They send you guys greener every year. We don't do the goddamn light, kid. Ah, uh, Really? Uh, that's too bad. Well, get over it. There's more important stuff to worry about. Like goddamn salmonella. Um. Yeah, I know. Sounds dramatic. But listen... The fridge is about 80% paperwork, 15% meetings, and 5% getting the hell behind the olives when someone opens that door. And a little general mold and mildew containment. You'll do fine. You got any PowerPoint experience?
0: Um.
7: Access? Well. Word? No. Excel? Well, I consider myself slightly above average. Jesus, do you even have a computer? How do you not know Word? Well, I have trouble staying in my seat. Okay, and... let's switch gears a bit. Are you comfortable being alone? What? Well, there are extended periods of darkness in here, and folks tend to get lost in their own thoughts, and I just want to make sure you're comfortable with that. We've already lost too many men to the labyrinth of their own minds in here, so you got to be careful. You ever consider taking your own life? No. What's that smell? Oh, yeah. Well, the giant who owns this box is going through a rough patch. Wife left him a while ago. That's the last takeout order they got together. I don't have the heart to get rid of it. Neither does he, so we live with it. And you will, too, if you want to keep this job. Oh. Uh, Okay. So, that's the basics. Let me introduce you to Larry. You'll be relieving him. He's been in here for a couple of years now, so cut him some slack. Larry, this is Nahu, the new guy. I'll let you guys get acquainted.
0: Hey there. Nice to meet you. Mm. So, um, what do you do with sing-along time in here? I haven't sung for five years. Doesn't mean anything anymore. Well, I know a few tunes we could... This used to be a magical place now it ain't. A place where you'd lovingly store the foods you'd use to sustain your family and entertain your friends. Now it's a morgue for food that doesn't even know it's already spoiled. And sad sacks who don't know they're already dead. Oh. You smoke? No. Hmm. Well, we're not supposed to, but part of me hopes this whole place goes up. I know it's scientifically impossible, but a guy's gotta have something to hold on to, right? Well, let me show you around. So over here we got a bunch of food no one gives half a damn about. Some open cans of soda. Unpackaged celery that's so rubbery it would probably be more effective as a police baton. Chunky peanut butter that, quite frankly, does not belong in here. I mean, how much time you buy in? What's that way back there? Oh, yeah, that. We call that the shrine. Been here as long as I can remember. A bottle of French dressing. And I'm pretty sure that company went out of business. So is this a seating area? (laughs) Nah, those are egg holders, if you can believe that. Once in a while, some stray M&Ms will get trapped in there. When no one's looking, I use them as toilets. Trust me, kid. No one's looking. Another relic from a long-gone era that no one gives a damn about anymore. No one but Larry. And when Larry's gone, that's that, I suppose. Well, don't you have any family? I got a cousin that made it out to the lawn a few years back. Got a commercial deal. I get a postcard now and then. Screw him. Well, that's my cue. Good luck, kid. You're up. But but what do I do? You know, I used to ask myself that same question a lot. You know what the answer is? Doesn't matter. I'm out of here. Don't disturb the surface of the jello. What What? It's cold. Well, maybe a song will warm me up.
8: Living a boy's adventure tale. So
6: Beautiful day, huh, Carl? You can't beat these late summer afternoons. You've got bad luck, brother. So what's up, Jed? Seems like you've got something on your mind. Huh?
4: Oh. Oh, yeah. Me and Mandy are getting a divorce.
6: What? Oh,
4: man. Hey, no, no. Listen, it's okay. It's amicable. It's just that over the past couple of years, we've been growing apart, and it's the right time, is all.
6: Jeez. I have no clue, man.
4: Well, she has a pretty bad online shopping addiction. Nearly bankrupted us. Crazy stuff, too, like commemorative plates and stuff. Franklin Mint. Fucking Furbies, dude. Man. Yeah, that was hard. And when she was involved in that hit and run, that was hard, too. Hit and run? When did this happen? Like two, maybe... Three years ago. I mean, we see you guys every week. Well, the kid died, so we had to keep it... Kid? She ate a kid? Yeah, it was tough on her. I kept telling her that it wasn't her fault. I mean, it was totally her fault. But she wasn't at fault, you know what I mean? I completely
6: do not know what you mean.
4: Wasn't too long after that I found all those hobo corpses in her craft room. That's when I knew we really diverged on our life journey. I confronted her about it, and she denied it for a long time before copping to it. I mean, she really broke down, apologizing and crying and all that. It was all over, though, and I think we both knew it. You know the worst part? The worst part was her hiding something
6: from me. I hate that. I don't know, man. Don't you think the worst part m- m- might be all the uh, dead no, hobos? No, no,
4: the dishonesty, Carl. It's eating me up. Popcorn! Popcorn here! Huh? Oh. No, thanks. So listen, man, I don't want this to come across as character assassination. I mean... I was no angel either. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, I've been a pretty bad boy myself. Always have been, you know me. But it got really bad in the past few years since I picked up the crack
6: hat. Now hold on. There's no way you have a crackhead.
4: Yeah, I used to tell myself the same thing, man. You're a good friend. They call it the silent killer for a reason.
6: No, they don't. They don't? You sure? Yeah, pretty.
4: Huh. Well... Anyway, it's not hard to have a little taste now and then when you're moving as many units as I was.
6: Units? You were selling crack? You were a
4: crack dealer? I was an unlicensed recreational pharmaceutical specialist, thanks very much. I was introduced to it through a transsexual hooker. Sorry, unlicensed personal relaxation professional that I was seeing at the time. And no, I'm not proud of the crack selling. Though it was an excellent career, money-wise. Well, anyhow, that's all over now. Since double-crossing the Williams brothers, I won't be showing my face around these parts anymore. They tried to have me killed. No.
6: Sorry. No. This is just stupid. You are not an ex-drug dealer with a hit on his head. We are in a bowling league together, Jad. I would know about this, wouldn't If I?
4: only that were the worst of it, Kyle. Are you kidding me? There's more? Maybe the most shocking thing of all.
6: I've started pirating broadcast TV. I mean... Hulu has
4: those ads
6: and... Okay, that's it, I'm done. Listen, tell Mandy, if that's even her name, that I'm really sorry for both of you guys, I think.
4: No, no, don't go, man. Please, just sit with us.
6: Let's hang out for a while. Let it sink in.
4: I need someone right now, man. I need a friend. Hey, tell you what. I'll go get us a couple of popcorns and some Cokes, and we can just hang out for a bit, okay? Just two friends hanging out.
6: Ah, okay. Okay, I'll stay for a little while. Great, awesome. I'll go get the popcorn, don't go anywhere. I won't. Beth? Hey, well he's, you know what? I'll tell you when I get home, it's nuts. Hey Beth, Um. If you ever have Everything have you want to tell me? Like if you ever worry, I'll be mad or freaked out about something. Just tell me, okay? I'll understand, I promise. Yeah, no, sorry, okay, I'll be home soon. I love you too.
0: Oh, hey, Jad, Beth says... Wait, who are you? Hey, asshole, tell your friend Jad that nobody fucks with the Williams brothers. Why the fuck
9: did you do that? Now we can't tell Jad shit! Oh, yeah, shit. Damn it, boys. Can't you get even a simple shakedown, right? Well, what's done is done. Take him to the car. We'll dump him in the craft room with the hobo corpses.
3: What about you, Miss Mandy?
9: I'm gonna wait here for Jad. If my husband thinks he's getting a divorce... Here's another thing coming. Isn't that right, my pretty little fur
8: bee.
7: Hold on to your hats. If you're not excited about this product now,
5: get ready.
3: All right. Well, I, I have to tell you about a wonderful new product that I just came across, and it is... Probably the best product that I've ever tried. I don't
4: usually pipe up about things like this, but I am just so over the moon with this product that I felt like I had to go to this forum and record my words in order to get them to you. An exciting new development in product technology. I really love it, and I think you will too. For all the things that
3: you would use this product for, you can now use this particular product and not the other ones that are far inferior. I mean, I've tried them all. Not convinced? Listen to some trusted personality. You know, folks, I've been using this product now for an unspecified amount of time. And I've got to tell you, it has done some amazing
4: things for me. It has changed the, the way that I use products. I had that similar need for this product, and thus I used it. So the results were all positive... I promise you. Tonight,
7: on a very special, your life just got better because of this product.
4: I've tried
3: all the other products that cover cover similar ground to this product. They don't come close. My
4: friends notice it. My pets notice it. They notice that I am a changed man for the better. I'm pretty sure that you might have a very similar reaction. Get on board. This train's leaving for a trusted product bill.
3: You've come to rely on this company for so many things. They're like a trusted family friend,
4: if they've been around that long. You listen to me, you son of a bitch. If you think I came here to blow smoke up your ass, then, uh, I don't... I've got nothing else for you, my friend. Because you're an ignorant person. Don't waffle about this. This is something
5: you
3: need to
4: try. so wonderful. I hunger.
5: Video ended. Rewinding.
4: Wow. I had no idea the multiverse was so, uh, dysfunctional. That it is, Michael. A big old bag of it. Hey, where's the boys' room, Oppenheimer? I need to send this coffee along to its final resting place. You do have bathrooms here, right? Ha!
3: Of course. This lab may be stranded outside the space-time continuum, but we're not savages. It's down the hall and to the left. Somebody spiked my drink,
4: maybe? No, this feels too real. Peyote? No, it can't be. I haven't met Mescalito yet. Ha! Whoa!
9: Mescalito! Nice! You read Castaneda? Who are you? Why are you sticking out of the wall? Jesus... Are you okay? Me? Oh, I'm fine. For the most part... I'm all right. Just fused with the wall. Name's Cyrus. Um, Mike. Nice to meet you, Mike. Say, could you do me a quick favor? My arms are, um, somewhere else, and my nose is real itchy. Think you could, you know, give it a little scratch? Just a quickie? Oh, well, yeah, sure. Ah... That's amazing. Oh man, thanks. The dog won't do it, and it's been years. Oh wow. I can't get over how much better that. F- oh! It's okay. I'm OK. Just ah the wall.
4: This happened in uh, the accident.
9: Yep. I was mopping the hallway floors when it happened. Never seen anything like it. Weirdest feeling I've ever felt, like being sliced down to the bone and pulled apart in a million different directions. And not in a fun way.
4: And you've been sticking out of this wall for five
9: years? Has it been that long? It's hard to keep track. And, uh, the rest of you? Well, that's the thing. I can still feel the rest of me. But who the hell knows where it is. We thought it might be the next room, but Ashley scanned and I'm not there. The doc says it's probably wedged in another timeline. Weird, right? Yeah, that sounds horrible. You know what, though? Could have been a lot worse. I could have been completely vaporized like the doc's wife, or I could be unemployed. And I've been blessed with an experience most guys never have in their entire lifetime. Yeah, I've got it pretty good. Arr! Arr! Plus, I've had a lot of quiet time to hang out and meditate, recharge my chi. I've been trying to practice more mindfulness. Nothing worse than an unexamined life. Am I right? I
4: guess. So, are there any more people around here that I should know about? I don't want any more surprises.
9: (laughs) Ha! Yeah, sorry about that, man. Nah, it's just me, the Doc, and Ashley. Well, there was this guy, Greg, but he's been gone for a while. Guy from tech support. Rock and roll type. Real slacker. Just took off one day. Nobody knows where to. So, a Castaneta fan, huh? Huh?
4: Oh, right. Uh, well... I read the teachings of Don Juan when I was in high school. Trippy
9: stuff. Huh? Um, yeah. Because you mentioned Mescalito back there and... So I'm going to
4: go use the bathroom
9: now. Mike, listen, I I know we just met, but could I ask you another favor? Uh, Sure, man. What do you need? Well, I've asked the doc about this a bunch of times, but he told me it's impossible. (sighs) Maybe it is. I don't know. What? What's up? I told you that it looks like my lower half is uh, somewhere else, right? Well, I would really love to have my wallet back. It was... It is in my back pocket, and there are lots of pictures of my family in there. Gosh, I'd really love to see them again. Hey, I'll, I'll see what I can do, okay? Oh, man, that'd be amazing. Thanks! I knew you were a
6: good guy. Find the others. Right, man? Absolutely. Uh-huh.
5: I just don't think it's a good idea to use the rifts as your personal restaurant takeout service. But these ration packs
3: are completely inedible. Tuna lozenges, case strips, partially defatted pork fatty tissue, a tube of Vienna sausage paste. I I don't think any of this is organic, Ashley. And dare we speculate at what proprietary blend of herbs and spices comprises this delicious buffalo chicken flavored sparkling beverage? I mean, nobody's going paleo in this lab, I can assure you of that. <laughs> At least in the rift, we've got a shot at buying non-GMO.
5: The packs are perfectly nutritive, according to my data.
3: That's easy for you to say. You get to dine on conditioned electric current. You've never tasted the joys of farm-to-table cuisine. Hmm
5: Me disgust me anyway.
3: Hey
4: guys, we need to help Cyrus. Who's Cyrus? The guy out there in the wall? The guy who's been out there in the wall for the last five years? Oh, him. <laughs> Absolutely not. What? What do you mean? He's a human being, Oppenheimer. He's nothing more than a
3: decorative element. And an ugly one at that. He matches nothing, Michael.
9: I can hear you guys, you know. Oppenheimer,
4: you can't be serious. I am deadly serious, Michael. He
3: completely clashes with the mid-century modern look of the lab. Listen,
9: we have important work to
3: do here.
4: Your podcast, you mean? Well, you can do it alone, then. If you want to help Cyrus, I'm out. Ashley, send me back. I don't care if it's all new coke back there. It's better than working for this new asshole. New coke?
3: Now, now, wait a minute. Ashley, don't you dare.
5: I will do it, doctor. But, but he's...
3: <sighs> oh, all right. Okay, all right. If I help him, you'll stay. Yeah, yeah, I'll stay. Well, okay then. Okay. I guess it's been a while since we used a little science around
4: here.
8: <laughs>
4: okay. I got the cheek swab from Cyrus. I had to assure him we wouldn't share his information with any third parties. So what's this for, exactly? Well, Michael, it's very simple, really. Ashley
3: will analyze Cyrus's DNA, and then we'll attempt to find a match somewhere out there in the chaotic miasma of the Rift. It should work, in theory. Michael, please hold the sample up a little higher.
4: Oh, um, yeah, sure. How's
3: that? Scanning.
5: Processing.
3: Well, what do you know? Impressive. Well, oh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. According to the display, Cyrus's right arm is sticking out of the break room wall next to the vending machines. I've always thought that was one of those new hip art shelves. I've <laughs> been using it for my keys and gum wrappers. Oh,
9: that's what that was.
3: Sorry. No problem, Doc. Now let's see. Hmm. Oh yes. Ashley, magnify parallel coordinates 427548, 75285, 433859. Ah, good, good, good. My friends, I believe we are looking at the exact location of Cyrus's hindquarters, give or take.
9: Really? Alright!
3: Well, Michael, are you ready to visit Cyrus's lower half and retrieve his family treasures?
2: <laughs> uh,
4: <clears throat> sure. Ashley, open the rift! Opening! Be back in a flash, Cyrus! Good
5: luck, fellas. Humans.
8: I know, right?
5: Holy!
4: It's, it's, it's beautiful! The colors! The sounds!
3: Welcome to hyperspace, Michael. The space between worlds. The prima materia that our very realities are born of, here in its raw, spectral glory. Does it always take this long? Only the first time the audience hears it. Now, ready yourself. I can feel us returning to our corporeal state.
4: Okay. This place is truly weird. I feel like I'm on the ass end of a pop rocks and pixie sticks bin.
3: Yes. Yes, some sort of crystalline world. Very odd. Even the air feels crisper somehow. Glad we can breathe it. Hadn't checked on that. Now, let's find Cyrus's uh, uh, hindquarters. Ashley, how close are we? He's
5: approximately 4.2 kilometers north of your current location, about midway up the mountain.
3: Excellent. Thank you, At. Wait, the, the mountain? Couldn't you have gotten us any closer? Hmm.
5: Let's recap. I pinpointed Cyrus's location in the multiverse using only a cheek swab. Oh, and the power of quantum computing. I transported the two of you to said location across that infinite multiverse through a highly unstable rift to the fabric of space-time. Did I forget anything? Oh yeah, you're still alive. <clears throat> and able to communicate with me. But you're right. I'm the asshole for making you two do a little light hiking.
3: I feel like a complete failure. Ashley, out. Well, I... I uh, suppose we should get
4: climbing then, Michael. (laughs) Sounds like a plan. Hey, how many miles is 4.2 kilometers? That was... That was more than 4.2 kilometers, wasn't it? Ashley may be short-tempered, but she is unerringly
3: accurate about distances, Michael.
4: Yeah, sure. Of course, I I didn't mean to
3: look, over there, jutting out of that outcropping of rock Do you see? Hey, yeah,
4: that's gotta be Cyrus Those are totally earth slacks, right? Totally Well, let's get his items and be done with it Okay, but wait a minute, what's all that stuff around him? A bunch of, uh,
3: are those candles? Some arrangement of light generators, yes Why, it almost looks like a shrine We'd better hurry and retrieve the wallet Okay, quickly, Michael I've never touched this man and I don't intend to start now Sheesh, what is your problem? All right. There's
4: nothing in him. Ow!
3: <laughs> Must be an involuntary reflex, like with a horse. You're obviously approaching him wrong. Here, let me try... <laughs> You're right. There's no wallet there. Wait, do you think that someone could have... Oh. Oh, my.
1: Who intrudes upon the sanctity of the object of prime cosmological significance? Explain your soft... Puffy presence here. Strangers?
2: I Zenith, Lady Rubolith. Perhaps they too are friends from the sky, like the object. Observe their meeting me and their similar slacks.
8: Yes, yes, perhaps you are right, Amethy Star.
1: You give wise counsel, my old friend, and
3: advisor.
5: So, why are you here, strangers?
3: Well... Well, this is awkward. Ashley, establish real-time translation.
5: You have attempted to access a feature that is not available in the Light Edition. Hmm. To unlock this feature, please visit the Umbra Digital website at HTTP colon forward slash...
3: <sighs> well, so much for that. Listen, friends, we only want to retrieve the belongings of our friend here.
1: Cease your gesticulations. It is forbidden to gesture toward the object. Enough of this ineffectual parlay. Guards, take these
3: two meatlooms to the crystal caves. I told you
4: this wasn't worth it. Let's run. No, just... Hold on, I've been listening to these guys talk. Let me try something. Prime object meet much to his lines. yes? Stop. What? And he speaks the crystal to tongue. Guards, stand start.
8: down. Impressive, Stop.
1: meatling. What is the purpose of the visitation? Speak carefully, you address the Lady
4: Rubileith, high zenith of Christalos. What? What's she saying, Michael? I'm not an expert, Oppenheimer, I... I think she wants to know
3: why we're here. Oh, well, tell her we made a mistake and let's be off. Cyrus and his wallet, be damned. You know
4: I can't do that. Hold on, let me try something. Oh, hi, mucky muck, big time lady, room and lift. Legs and well, lamb friend from i place. Us promise wall friends, not parts. Us come find pocket stuff. Then bring back to wall friend and he am being happy. You can help, please. He Snuff!
1: Or Friend?
4: The object of prime
1: cosmological significance is your friend? Can it be? Silence. I require a moment. Very well, Meatling. Your words and your slacks ring true. And I taste in both you and your companion the flavor of deepest loss, a frequency of sorrow that rouses a crystalline compassion in the geometries of my heart. These are, after all, only relics, and our grand object is really only a mutant's lower half. But what you seek is more substantial, is it not? I will grant you what you ask.
6: You am? Be good, be happy, I think.
1: There is just one condition. I will whisper it into your
8: fleshy
3: audio receptor. What? What is it? Deal.
4: They're giving us the wallet. Excellent! Let's get it and go. I've spent enough time on this fool's errand. Okay, but she's invited us to stay for the ritual. They're celebrating the anniversary of the discovery of the object of, well, Cyrus's ass. It'd be rude to leave so abruptly.
3: Nonsense! We've stayed too long already. Say goodbye, Michael.
4: She said there'll be food.
3: Food, you say?
1: We welcome our guests Mike and Oppenheimer as we celebrate the appearance so many eons ago of the object of prime cosmological significance, now known for the ages as Lower Cyrus, and the return of his artifacts
4: to their rightful place. Geez, I really wish Cyrus could have been here. Well, the rest of him his head and torso and, and his arms. It smells wonderful. Excuse me, sir. Do you know, is this organic? Excuse me?
8: And now, let us feast as we reflect on the wonders of
1: the cosmos. A happy life day to all. Let the music begin.
4: Hey, Crystalos. We're reindeer. Thanks for having us It's your life day celebration. This one's from our new single. It's called Tony.
5: Rewinding.
3: Well, that was a particularly satisfying adventure, Michael. Thank you for forcing me into it. (laughs) Ha! Anytime. And it was actually quite nice to reunite, um... Cyrus! Yes, Cyrus. It was nice to reunite Cyrus with the contents of his wallet. Your family seems very nice.
9: Thanks, Doc. It's good to have the old library card back, (sighs) too.
3: So, I suppose I'll turn in. We have much more work to do on the morrow, and all that climbing and rich crystallosian food has worn me out. Just one more thing, though,
4: Oppenheimer. Um, Lady Rubelith gave this to me at the feast. She told me I should give it to you when we got back. Said it's something you needed. Here,
3: crystal box. Well, it's beautiful, but I don't see how... Oh, there's some sort of luminescent particle inside. Let's see. Oh! Ha.
4: Whoa, Whoa! Look out!
3: No, no, wait. I don't think it's harmful. Look, it's settling on my desk. On Esmeralda's ring. My goodness.
5: It's shot into the rift. Ashley, what's happening? What does this mean? Scanning and processing. Two things. One, the rift has just healed by an infinitesimal degree, but still. And two, I'm getting a DNA reading from the ring. But what? Esmeralda. Ashley, did you get a
3: full scan of the luminescent object? Of course. Compare it with the DNA on the ring.
5: It's a complete match, Dr. Oppenheimer. <laughs> of
3: course it is, Ashley. Of course it is.
5: Wait. Wait. What?
3: It's very simple, Michael. So very simple. When the Hadron event occurred, I thought my wife had been simply vaporized, but that's not it at all. You know, that man in the hall, um... Cyrus. Yes, how Cyrus's body was fragmented and blasted throughout the multiverse in the accident. Well, the same thing happened to Esmeralda. Only because of her proximity to the blast, it happened in a much more complex and devastating fashion. But it's essentially the same thing, Michael. And if my guess is right... Here, let me show you. Ashley, run the same sort of DNA scan on the Rift that we did for Cyrus, this time using the DNA from the ring.
5: Scanning. Processing. Whoa, the power's dipping. It's alright. Processor maxed out. Switch to auxiliary power cells. Processing complete. Rendering matches on multiverse display.
4: My god, it's full of stars. She's... she's... everywhere. Nice reference, by the
3: way. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I'm going to fix this, then. All of it. The Rift? How? Yes, the Rift, Esmeralda, it's all connected. Look at her there, scattered throughout the multiverse. Lady Ruby lit that marvelous crystal woman, she showed me how. If I can find and recover all these bits, I can do it. And bring back my beloved Esmeralda. I'm certain of it. I'll, of course, return you to your timeline. You've been far too patient with me already. I think you've
4: earned it. Now, wait a minute. I'm not going anywhere. Until the rift is fixed, there's no hope for my timeline. For Beth. At least now I can do something about it. Plus, there's all sorts of weird worlds out there filled with all sorts of weird creatures. And Let's face it, you're not the greatest communicator. <laughs>
3: True. You were very helpful with the crystal ocean. Welcome to the team.
9: Uh, guys, uh, speaking of those Crystal folks, I, uh... Um, I think they've tried
6: to... Make a crystal offering!
4: (laughs) Well, what do you say, Doctor? Ready to take a little trip? Michael,
3: I dare say that I am. Ashley, open the rift! This multiverse isn't going to save itself.
5: Opening. Aetron Gospel Art, written by Richard Wentworth and Michael McClick, with
6: production assistance from King Valley and Rebecca White. Special thanks to Wendy McLean, Tim Conway, Chris Coach D, Jason Squalana, and Rush Me Down. For show downloads, schedules, and more information, visit patreon.scolata.com.
2: And that's this week's show. Join us next week when Jack's going to be back and we'll be celebrating his very next birthday. But until then, please send us your questions, queries, comments and rants to sonicsociety at gmail.com or to the Facebook group Sonic Society or Audio Drama Radio Drama Lovers. Tweet us at Jack J. Ward and at AstroTour2010 and please subscribe at the YouTube site for old and new shows and go to iTunes and review us, as that's the best way to get other people to know about our show and the shows that you love. So until then, from Jack Ward and from myself, David Alt, a very good night.
7: This has been an electric vicuna production.
3: Monday matinee on the mutual audio network always means a potpourri of entertainment. Drama comedy action. Who, it really stimulates the mind, don't it? Well a great way to get your mind back into neutral gear is to catch bells in the battery on Friday Follies and Sunday showcase. Silliness is the best cure for mental stimulation. Bells in the battery. Always odd, always family friendly. If only I could convince my family to listen to it.